I want you to want me. I need you to need me. I'd love you to love me. I beg you to beg me. I'm not singing along. Before we started, I sang. I, I picked the song today and I was trying to sing it. <laughs> <laughs> You did really I hard. don't think that key exists. <laughs> but you did try. I'm so proud of you. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm so proud. Of you. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> welcome to the clubhouse. I'm off key. <laughs> That's Beth, and I'm Kirsten. They can and call me no to no tone, not or. Tone deaf Beth. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, I'm not going to say it. And this is the Made for TV Movie Club podcast. We want to welcome. You are my friend. <laughs> oh. Welcome to our new listeners in Bavaria, Deutschland. We love you. Yeah, where we hope to be as popular as David Hasselhoff. Right on someday. Mm -hmm. And t-shirts. And because of my obsession with Alaska Daily. Yep. Anchorage, Alaska. Yes. Michelle oh, we should have sang the Michelle Shock song. Well, see, Anchor there you down go. in Anchorage. Mm. That's a great tune. Yeah. I want to go to Alaska someday. I truly want to go to Alaska someday. Yes. There's bears there. Yeah. So there. I, I would be afraid of the bears. Mm -hmm. but As I, you should be. I know. They're but big. I would have a healthy respect for them. Yes. But I really do want to see Alaska. I've heard just really good things about it. Yes. My aunt and uncle have been there a couple of times and okay. they love it there. Okay. I forget where. Because I mean it's it's a it's big, big space. It's yeah. a big space. Big space. Big space. Big space. So our ick factor right now is kind of high. It is. Oh. <sighs> okay. So, Deadly Vows is the movie we're reviewing and it recapping is. today. Yes. Yes. And we watched it. And we watched it more than once. Yes. Yes. Ew. We deserve medals for yes, some of the we movies do. we do. Yes. First aired case on September 13th, 1994. Okay. That would have been hmm. roughly, that's a day after Mike's birthday. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And that would have been a week and a day, roughly a week and a day, a week and Three years, four years before I got married. Yep, there you go. Not that it matters. I was still living in MK. We were still hanging out. I don't actually don't even think I was dating Mike at the time. There, no, probably not. No, we were still running around the East Side, going to Vitucci's That's Saturday right. nights. Mm -hmm. It aired on Fox, according to TV Tango, which describes it as set in Michigan, where a volatile but charming—I disagree with that word—married yes. trucker begins an affair with a young, very young, withdrawn laundry worker. Mm -hmm. His obsession with her drives him to plot the murder of his unsuspecting wife. Mm -hmm. Once he's caught and jailed, he arranges a contract to be put on his naive girlfriend. Yep. I don't think she was particularly naive. No. I mean, in the movie, she was. Yeah. This is based on a true story. We're going to talk about that at the end again. Mm -hmm. Obviously, all of my research is in the show notes. He was not charming. He was gross. He was gross. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, Case. <sighs> with a career spanning more than 50 years. Yes. Emmy Award winning actor Gerald McRaney. We yes. haven't seen him yet. No. He stars as Tom West Weston. Tom slash Tim Weston. Yes. McRaney is probably best known for his roles on Simon and Simon. I love that show. Major Dad. It yep. was kind of funny. Most recently, he's been on This Is Us, Deadwood, and Deadwood the movie. But you said he was also on Designing Women. Is yes. that correct? Yes, he was because he, he was is, married. Uh, and he still is married, I think, to Delta, to Delta Burke. Burke. Yes. Correct. Yes. So now we have 
You know, we've talked about this on the show. Casey knows how much I love myself some Melrose Place back in the day. Mm-hmm. Never missed an episode. Actually refused to work on the nights it was on. Yeah. I think I actually purposely tried to always have a class so I, they couldn't schedule me. Mm-hmm. I think it was on Thursday nights, but I don't remember. Josie Bissett, she plays, or, or is it Bissett? I'm not sure. Uh, I always feel like it's Bissett. Yes, that could be. It sounds nicer. Yeah. She plays Bobby Weston in this movie. Okay. She has 40 credits on IMDb, and she's been in a lot of TV movies, but I would say she's best known for her role on Melrose Place. And I never watched this, but I know Molly Ringwald was in it. She is also, I did not know this, on The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah, I never saw it. And I'm pretty sure that's been off the air for a little while now. So I don't I don't know anything about that show except for that I remember Molly Ringwald was in it. Okay. Next we have Golden Globe Award winner Nancy Weston. She plays Peggy Lipton. Sorry, Golden Globe Award winner Peggy Lipton plays yes. Nancy Weston. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Lipton is probably best known for her role as Julie Barnes on the '60s hit The Mod Squad. Yeah, she was that gorgeous blonde that kind of embodied like hippie style yes she was so beautiful she still was in this movie but i loved i loved her look i've never seen the mod squad but i've seen tons of pictures of her groovy attire yes she had the long blonde long long, yeah in addition to guest starring on many tv shows and a ton of tv movies she's also known for her role in twin peaks Mm -hmm. my sister loves twin loved twin peaks Okay. I don't know if if I ever really watched it. I had a roommate who wanted to watch it all the time. Oh. I never got into it. Probably I was, it was probably, you know, on at nine and I was probably out. Yeah. I I think that that was one of those shows that at that time I was probably like just working so much. I never had time to watch it Mm -hmm. because like. You would have had to see the whole thing. Right, from the beginning. From the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but she was also in a feature film called Twin Peaks Firewalk with me, which came out a long time ago, early mm-hmm. thousands or something. Mm-hmm. She sadly passed away in 2019. All right. Okay. So let's get started. Now let's get this done. <laughs> yeah. Ick. Ick. It opens with the ick. Yes. The movie opens with Tom Weston playing football with mostly much younger adults. Much younger. I mean, he looks to be in his 40s, possibly even yeah. 50s, and they are 20. Somewhere in the movie, they say something about him being in his 40s, I think. Okay. His friend Dwight asks what he's trying to prove, and Tom ignores him. It's super cringy. Yeah. Super cringy. Yeah. Later, as he's driving truck for Maria's Frozen Foods, he argues with another trucker on his CB radio. Yeah. It's so stupid. These first two scenes are completely they're supposed to clearly set up that he thinks he's younger than he is and he thinks he's a tough guy yeah but neither scene made they were neither one really made any sense no they, they had no context they made no sense they could have been thrown out with the rest of this movie and nobody would have met it wouldn't have mattered it's true all right so next now we get to actually telling a story right on. we've got tom and his wife nancy who are bowling with dwight and his wife tom bowls a good set Yay, Tom. Yeah. Fireworks for Tom. And he gets upset that Nancy wasn't praising him enough. And so he verbally abuses her. It's so awkward and uncomfortable and gross. I think our word for it would be cringeworthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very embarrassing. Then he verbally abuses his friends. Yeah. And storms away. And so she apologizes. Nancy, the wife, apologizes to the friends and he's gone. Where is he? Well, I'll tell you where you he's at. Tell us where he's at, Case. Beth, he's at the counter paying for his bowling. Right. Only his, though, I'm confident. Yeah, yeah. Not his wife's. No, no. And he sees Bobby. 
at the counter and he starts to flirt with her. Hmm. He notes her place of employment from the back of her shirt. Yeah. It's gross. He's really leering at yeah. this Cause young she's like, girl. He's like, I just bought a great set. And she's kind of like, uh-huh. Okay, nice old man. That's very lovely. Should I get yeah. your walker? That's really creepy. It was super creepy. Everything he does in this movie is creepy yep. and cringy. And I had to remember that I actually like Gerald McRaney. Right. We had to talk about We had to Simon talk about Simon. the good things because he's such a good actor. Right. That, ugh. I, I, put, I said when we were watching it today together that they 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 did really great casting for this movie. They all Truly. did a great job. They really, really did a good job of embodying the characters they were given to play. Yes. And he's so gross and cringy. I said, he he's, because on Simon and Simon, he's lighthearted and, yeah. and, and, it's kind of serious when he needed to be, but a lot of lightheartedness. And on Major Dad, yeah. he was funny. Yes. So he did a great job. He did. His character just is gross. Gross. Absolutely gross. He sees on the back of Bobby's bowling shirt where she works. And then he is waiting outside. Nancy and the friends come outside and he apologizes to her once she gets in the car because she was a, he was a jerk. Yep, and he says he gets crazy sometimes, and she cuddles up to him as he's driving. Ugh, gross, it's gross. All right, so next day we've got Bobby clocking out of work at a commercial laundromat, and she finds Tom. Ugh, again, how many times are we going to say gross or creepy? I know we we need some more words. I need to hit my thesaurus, and I and I said commercial laundromat because this is one of those like giant laundromats. It's like a giant factory laundromat. Yes. 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 Like, it's not like a little mom and pop shop. You oh, walk no, no, in no, no. And they're doing stuff it's in the huge. back. She's, yeah. And they're doing, it looks like they do like sheets. They probably do cleaning for like hotels. Yeah. That's what I situation. would think. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Tom is waiting for her. He flirts with her and then he invites her out. Oh God. <sighs> like takes her barrette out of her hair, <sighs> and brushes her hair out of face. He then gives her an ice cream that he had like in his truck. Yes. And which is no, also, he bought he bought it from like a little ice cream truck. Oh no, you're it was right. In his truck. You're right. I was it thinking it was in his truck. Because it's the frozen food. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yes. I'm so dumb. I saw this movie how many times? I know. I well we did that. Because it was it looked like ice cream truck ice cream. And but he had it. So he had like clearly if this was murder, it'd be first degree. Clear planning. Right. I mean clear he's, planning. he's not even very good at anything he does though. Yeah. Okay. So and hands her the ice cream and then he as he's doing that barrette thing, taking it out of her hair, he tells her she looks better without it. Really, really controlling and creepy. Okay, here we go. Abominable, awful, beastly, creepy, cruddy, crummy, detestable, crappy. I could go on. Okay. All of those. All of those. I'm keeping this open so Keep I can. Keep it open so you yes. can. I will just look to you and yes. then you can tell me a word. Okay. I, okay. Right. You do that and I will do it. At home, Tom is watching sports ball on television and Nancy comes home from work. That's repugnant. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's in a good mood and he's repugnant <laughs> after he refuses to go to the movies with her she tells him he's being she, distasteful <laughs> that she likes it when he confides in her about what he's thinking it's sickening mm -hmm. <laughs> and while she's making dinner he tells her that he loves her and then he leaves huh. he just leaves just leaves it's weird it's so weird yeah all right so after work we've got bobby she now meeting she needs the break from him. It's yeah. okay if he leaves. Yeah, right. So now here's Bobby. He's leaving work again and she meets up with Tom and now he drops her near her house. He asks if she's married. She tells him that she lives with her parents. He tells her she's beautiful. She is. 
She, she is, she says she isn't beautiful and he kisses her. She tells him no one has ever said anything like that to her before. And he asks her to go on a date and tells her he's going to ask her to marry him at the beach sometime before the heat breaks. Sleazy. <laughs> just going to throw she, out the words I'm finding. She kisses, she kisses him quickly and leaves the truck. All right. Yucky. <laughs> now, uh, as Bobby is having dinner with her parents, there's a long period of fake chewing on food. There was so much fake chewing on food. It was weird. There's a lot of fake I'm chewing. I'm like, every time I watch it, I'm like, that's so fake. And it's just like, they're like. I know, but I heard an actor, I heard an time. actor talking about how. Smell the fart acting? No, how they, <laughs> how they. Sometimes they're, they're, somebody's job is to hold the bucket for them to spit the food in because sometimes there are so many takes that they would like eat so, so much. Yes. And, and so I, I think that that's probably why there's so much fake chewing because there were a lot of like eating scenes. But they, in this. like this one was especially cause I think it was like, they didn't talk for a long period of yeah. time, which is what made it so noticeable. I probably yes. wouldn't have even bothered to notice except you're watching the screen for like 30 seconds and they're not, and they're talking. not talking at all. And they're kind of in a dark dining room. It's a weird, it's scene very weird because she seems to be angry with her parents. But her parents, the things they say aren't mean. No. And she, it's weird because they're just like. It's weird. Yeah. So they have this long period of just fake chewing. And then Bobby's mom tells her dad that, oh, well, Bobby was 10 minutes late and I was worried something happened. And her mom asks if Bobby is seeing someone. Her dad tells her it's perfectly normal to be seeing someone since she's out of high school for two years. Obviously trying to set the age there. Yep. She and so Bobby slams down her fork and leaves the room. Yeah, it was like they didn't say anything wrong. No, they didn't. Okay, so cut to Tom and Nancy. They're watching the news. Tom freaks out and tells Nancy he's unhappy about his life. This very, very bizarre scene. And he he leaves. And he's again. Got, yep, he leaves again. And he's got this got a pretty hot Mustang. I'm not gonna lie. No, it's, it's a good. It's, it's like a, a 68 candy apple red ragtop it's Mustang. a good car it's pretty good although again we've talked about this before they live in michigan and in the in the 90s in particular you didn't you put that up for the winter so it's mm -hmm. not really a practical car to have in nope. michigan nope. and they're in saginaw so they would still be wouldn't they get lake effects no oh, yeah for sure right he so he leaves and he parks this new mustang he well new to him mustang in front of bobby's house no not creepy at all talking isn't creepy at all and so she sees him through her window gets this she comes sneaks out they go down to the river at night and they skip stones. He tells her fish sleep with her eyes open and she asks how he knows so much. They kiss and then she pulls away. Right. Like, oh, we can't kiss. Yeah. But also like he knows that fish sleep with their eyes open. How do you know so much? It's like, oh, he, he really doesn't know he that really much. Doesn't. Does, isn't that kind of common knowledge for anybody who fishes? I think. Like if you fish or live around fish or live in an area with a, I don't know, a giant lake next to you. Yeah. Or um, two. Or two. Or three or five in our case. Yeah. There's five great lakes. Yep. So at some point you learn that fish sleep with their eyes. Even I know that. Oh, you know so much, Tom. I so know. smart. Gross. Ugh. Yeah. At work, Bobby is talking to her coworker Lonnie and says that Tom gave her the CB handle Thunderbolt. Here we go. Because she's hot and cool. She tells Lonnie that he drives for Maria's Fast Foods, and Lonnie tells Bobby that he's in his 40s and, and married. married. Yeah. But you do you. Right on. She was like, you do you. Yeah, but okay. but Bobby Bobby was really surprised to hear that because she I had don't know. no idea. No, but it's like, so how did Lonnie know? 
obviously it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Maybe he hit on her at some point or whatever. Could be. You know, we had a neighbor growing up who had a CB thing. He would sit at his kitchen table. And so we lived in that in a townhouse and I yeah. think we were on one and he was on the other. We had a shared backyard. So in the evenings in the summer, yeah. we didn't have air conditioning. Windows would be open. And he would be on a CD in his kitchen, just talking on a CB radio. Okay. I don't Breaker, know. Breaker, breaker, one, nine. We don't know what his handle was. I feel like I did at some point know what his handle was. But, you know, when we were kids, we always wanted to be on it because, you know, BJ and the Bear. And yeah. uh, what was the Burt Reynolds Convoy. movie? Yeah, Convoy. But there was the Burt Reynolds, Sally Field movie. Yep, that one. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. You know. Smokey and the Bear. Smokey and the Bandit. Uh, Smokey and the Bear. <laughs> Smokey I am okay. In, in my head, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I gotta tell Beth this. I gotta tell Beth this. When I was a little girl, my nanny, my grandma was really close with her cousins, and we would go out to the farm and spend a couple weeks in the summer on the farm. And on the farm, fun. Where was the farm? Like in Wayne. Wisconsin? Okay. Yeah. And on the farm was Susie, who was my grandma's cousin's second wife's daughter from her first marriage. Oh who my Who was gosh. an adult who was living at the house. Okay. okay. So just, we'll just say cousin Susie, right? Yeah. And cousin Susie was, you know, she was an adult and it was the time of CBs and her, <laughs> her C, and I thought she was so cool. Her CB handle was Midnight Beaver. <laughs> I feel like CB was the seventies Tinder. <laughs> yeah. And like, it wasn't honestly until like maybe at the most 10 years ago that I was like, oh, that's what that that's means. That's what that means. Yeah. So Susie, she met some, she met some guys at the old, uh, yeah, at mm -hmm. the old, uh, um, gas stop and go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Okay, so here we go on with now, now that Bobby has found this out from her friend Lonnie, she confronts Tom about being married, gaslighting her. Tom tells her that he has a t twin named Tim. Say that 10 times fast. Who is married, but not to ask anyone about him. So she apologizes. How does he, how does this gross, yucky man get all these women to apologize to him when he's the bad guy? I know. It's insanity. He unbuttons her shirt, Ugh. then tells her to wet her lips, smile, and walk straight. So, all right. Let's oh, here's here's one. That's Grody. Yes, that is Grody. Is it Grody to the max? Grody to the max. Right. Let's take a break and listen. Yeah, you should all hear this. Mary. Well, I, I think that would have come up in conversation, Bobby. So you're not... Look at you. You get so serious. You got fantastic eyes. Um, my brother's married. My brother, Tim. I'm Tom, remember? If you want to know something about me, you ask me, not somebody at work, okay? I'm sorry. I was just telling her about you. Yeah, you tell anybody you want. Take an ad out in the paper if you like. Okay? <laughs> okay. No, no, <laughs> completely lost. Oh, it's this movie. It made me crazy. I know. Made me crazy. All right. So is the door closed to your, yes, to your good job. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm proud. She's being mean to me today. Because <laughs> I made her watch this movie. Yeah. She's very angry about I, well, it. Well, I just, I, could I just point out <laughs> the number of movies you've made me watch? I, I chose one. 
One, the house without a Christmas tree. Your brother made us watch Boy in the Plastic Bubble. I I, I claim no <laughs> connection to that. None. You were on that as much as he was. Nope. I claim the house without a Christmas tree. That was tree. a terrible movie. Not as bad as all. <laughs> Should I make a tally? It looks like this. You Listen, have had it. I did not start the good made for tv movie club podcast oh she's making she is actually tallying yeah what is this We're, episode 55 <laughs> right Five, 10, 15 24. 20 25 30 35 40 45 50 50 10 20 30 40 2 3 4 5 50 this is episode 55 yes so 54 to 1 Beth. i think there won't be a 56 okay <laughs> In my defense, we like the one Brian Dennehy one, not the last one, but the other one. Okay, what was that one, one called? Away. No, Burning Bed. Okay, two away. And didn't we kind of like Death of a Cheerleader? Two away. Face of Evil? We just didn't like the ponytail. Okay, you know what? I'm going to cut this in half. <laughs> and still, if I eliminate half, I'll even do better than half. I'm still the winner. Winner, chicken, dinner. One. You approve of them all. And you approved of the ones I just read for summer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway. She's going to have to start picking movies. And <laughs> then that tally's going to go on the other end. <laughs> yeah. She's going to make me watch that sooner one. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a dog dies. And yep. then I'm never making another episode of the podcast because I don't <laughs> do death, dog deaths. It's, it's not a dog. It's all terrible. I'm just saying it's not a dog. Don't make me do it. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, Case, Bobby and Tombo with Dwight and his wife, as if it's a normal thing. Yeah. I didn't just... say. I said Bobby and Tom, yeah. not Tom and Nancy. No. Mm -mm. Bobby and Tom. Yep. And Dwight and his wife are like. So that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... so weird. Mm -hmm. It's so bizarre. Next, though, Case. Yes. We got a made-for-TV movie holiday party at the park. Yeah. Woo! Woo! Isn't that what they were playing right before that Patty Duke Aston one where the daughter Tiffany yeah. Anderson, almost gets killed? Mm -hmm. yep. That was a party at it's the always, park. It's always a party at the park. It's the oh, 4th of boy. July now, Case. Yep. Everyone's having a great time. They are. That Except is. It's hot. It's hot. That's right. Yeah. It, until... Yeah, Tom and Nancy bump into Bobby and her parents. Yeah, that was no right that on, was fantastic. Before that, though, Tom, mm -hmm. super control freak, freaky, freaky crap husband, yes, insists on having them make the hot dog for the wife. Like he's telling the guy what to put on it and how much. Yes, and how much and gross sauerkraut, onions, and mustard. And then he hands it to her, like, "Look what I did for you." But yes. it was really it's a super. It control. was you can only eat what I tell you. Yep. It was so creepy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I need my list. Not creepy. All the things. Yes. I, I I'm reading now, so I can't be on the internet at the same time and no. the interwebs at the same time. No. Tom introduces Nancy to Bobby, and then he's like, "Okay, so bye." Then Bobby goes to speak with Dwight, who is setting up fireworks, because now apparently him knowing, having knowledge of explosives is important, even though it's not really, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's... But they make a big deal out of it. Mm -hmm. She asks him about Nancy, and she asks if Nancy is Tom's brother's wife, and Dwight is like, yeah, he doesn't have a brother. No. And then Dwight is like, dude, 
I, I know we had such a great time bowling. That was super fun. And, and like, it's really fun to hang out with an 18 year old, even though I'm middle-aged, but stay away from Tom. Yes. And she doesn't No. So now case. Yes. Remember that weird scene from the last episode? <laughs> yes. We've got another cringe one. Yes, we do. This one's almost as cringy. Wait, it's troublesome. I think it's more cringy than the other. Than it's, Barbara Hershey's scene. It's embarrassing. It's distressful. Secondhand. What do we call that? Secondhand it's embarrassment? Agitating. It's troublesome. It's bothersome. And it's disheartening. Right. Anything else? That's, that's How about vulgar? I, oh, it's vulgar. Yeah. So how do we describe this? It's it's now time mm -hmm. for the fireworks case. Oh, woo, okay. Woo. So Bobby is sitting with her parents on their little blanket. Mm -hmm. And then in waltzes Tom because grody 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 dude yep. has all these women to juggle yep. he puts his blanket right next to him very boldly yep. and so he is now sitting next to bobby mm -hmm. who's on her own blanket he's on his blanket and he parks nancy next to him and tells her what to do which is worrisome they all lay down because you know you lay down when you watch the fireworks mm -hmm. and he's he's got his right arm underneath nancy's neck and he's nuzzling her face He's touching her lips. And yeah, and she's just like rubbing her face against it. It's yeah. So that alone is gross. Mm -hmm. So what does he do? He takes his left hand and he starts rubbing Bobby's leg. Yep. In a way that I think might supposed to be sexy, but actually made me nauseous. Yep. It was it was weird. We're not talking about his hand just on her knee or on her thigh. No, no. We are talking about inner thigh. Yeah. And then I guess maybe because she's worried her parents are going to notice or everybody around them, because even though it's dark outside, there's fireworks. It's not dark. Right. She like grabs his hand. So now she's holding his hand while his wife is like nuzzling into his other one. Ugh. Yeah. I, I mean, it, what so, is happening? That's too much. I'm not sure I ever saw this movie before. I don't think I ever saw it before because yeah. I would have remembered that. Uh, right. Later yeah. on then, Tom is like, oh, Bobby, I, you know what? I'm sorry. I lied to you. I am married. But guess what? I want to marry you now. Yeah. So he proposes. Yep. Mm -hmm. She's angry. She leaves. And she's like, call me when your marriage has ended. Yep. So he meets up with her again to say, guess hey, what? guess what? Surprise. It's over. It's over. And she's like, oh, are you getting divorced? And she's like, he's like, no, there's other ways to end a marriage. Bum, bum, bum. Wah, wah, wah. So now his plan case is to just force Nancy to leave. Okay. Because, you know, eventually she's going to. Yes. I mean, she's already put up with so much. Why would she leave? Right. What could he possibly do that would make her, oh, wait, we'll find out. Yep. In the meantime. Stay tuned. Yeah. Tom is like, hey, guess what? We can secretly wed, only I can't wed you in my real name. So uh -huh. uh, maybe Tim can marry you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Bobby, I also don't have a brother. Yeah. But once everything is over, after we get married for fake, we're going to get married for real in a church. Yep. Okay. So case next. <laughs> it's fake wedding day. Yeah. And as you pointed out, where where did they get married? Where did they get ready? In they this? got ready in a gas station bathroom. Yes. Well, they were in separate bathrooms. Well, was, you know, you want to have women's, the men's right, and the women's. Right. The, yes. And so in another super creepy cringe moment, mm -hmm. she comes out. She looks pretty. Yep. She, she comes does. out. He's wearing a suit. I personally don't believe he would ever wear a suit. No. No. Um, own one that was, quite frankly, it was a really well-fitted, yeah. nice looking suit. Well, he's also like fussing, putting on cologne and stuff. Mm -hmm. he, he, he doesn't seem like the guy that he would show up in his jeans and be like, let's get married. Yeah. So in, in a super cringe moment, he walks up to her 
He takes out a tube of lipstick from his suit coat yep. and puts it on her. It was gross, but all I could think about the whole time was that you put it up too far. It's two inches. It's going to break it's off. It's going to break off. It's you at least to, two inches. Yes. I think it was fake lipstick that they it, put like a real color on because they put it on. It didn't even no, look like anything on No, the there was nothing yeah. on there. But it was so creepy. then they go get married. He gets married in the name of Tim. But then they go to a hotel. So my question to you was, why didn't they check in the hotel, get changed, go back to the hotel? Mm -hmm. But beyond that, they're doing it on the bed on the floor of this hotel room. Gross motel. Grody to the max. Right. That carpet. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Ugh. Is that is that how old we are now? Yeah. <laughs> we're like that's... that is so un. No, so honestly, in my twenties, I would have been like a hotel room carpet. No, thank you. And also, that's the best you could do, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nothing says. Nothing says romance like getting changed into your wedding dress in a gas station bathroom. No, nothing. Ugh. So now they're down at the river. Yes. That's how they spend their time bowling or at the river. Mm -hmm. Bobby tells Tom she she just case she hates going home to her parents. Right. Oh, yeah. So before this, though, she's she's putting on her shirt. She has no shirt on. Tom, Tom is somewhere behind her, like not in the scene. Yeah. And she puts her shirt on, they pan out and there's a bridge with the Mustang right there. Yeah. So what are they, well, like she doesn't have a shirt on, there's people around. I know, it's weird. I know. This is how old I am. I know. I'm so weird old. Okay. <clears throat> but you know, she wants to live with Tom, but Case, he does too, you know, he right. really wants to, he but. He really does, but. He, but then he goes home and he and Nancy, she seduces him. She does. Yeah. You know, she is actually the one married to him. So. Right. And he's clearly cheating on his girlfriend with his wife, which is a oh, wait. He's cheating on his wife with his wife. You can intermix those two. You can. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, then. So now she's at work. Bobby's at work and she tells Lonnie she and Tom got married. <sighs> and so Tom then goes to Dwight and asks for explosives. He's like, I can't afford the Mustang anymore. I need to get rid of it. And Dwight's like, okay, dude. So then we see Tom writing a letter in his, sitting in his Mustang and he puts it in an envelope. Yes. I wonder what the letter says. I think we'll mm -hmm. find out. Well, let's find out after some more fake chewing. Okay. Because now we're at the drive-in and they're pretending to eat burgers. Yes. And he's talking, joking about how old he is, but he still feels young because he's with all the young people. And she's like, like me? Yeah. Chew, chew, chew. And he's like, I have something to show you. And she's like, what is it, Tom? And she opens this letter mm -hmm. and it's like, hey, Tom, it took me a long time to find you, Saginaw Flash, but I found you and I want you dead. Yeah. Something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, no, Tom. Oh, no. What's the matter? Are you being threatened? And he's like, I got this under control, babe. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so glad to be fake married to you. Mm-hmm. Now let's go bowling. Let's go bowling. So they go bowling and he's like, Bobby, you go in and talk to Dwight. And she does. Mm -hmm. So she's like inside, like, Hey Dwight, Hey Dwight's wife, what's going on? And then he gets out of his car and it explodes. Oh no. I wonder what that, but you know what didn't get exploded? The letter. No. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. He's walking away. The car explodes. He obviously didn't leave the letter in the car. Nope. Mm -mm. So now we have our hero of the show. Detective yeah. Costas. Yes. He does not take any of Tom's nonsense. Nonsense. He's like questioning. Baloney sausage. Right. Baloney. He's like, hey, Tom, Mr. Watson. Yeah. So is this car insured? And Tom is like, 
I'm just telling you right now that I got this letter in the mail and somebody's threatening me and they must have put it on, put a bomb in my car. Mm -hmm. The detective is like, okay, yeah, right. So anyway, we'll be in touch. And and Thomas like, take the letter as evidence. And he's like, oh, okay. So he does, like he takes the letter and yeah. In his hand without the glove, and he's yep. just like tucks it in his shirt. Yeah, we're gonna find this very important. I'm yeah, sure. I mm -hmm. because he knows that there's no uh no fingerprints except for Tom's on there. Mm -hmm. So now, sometime later after this happens, Nancy arrives home, and <sighs> Bobby and Tom are there. Nancy's like, "What are you guys doing here?" And Tom is like, "You're being very rude, Nancy." It was he very very cringe. Cringe. So he tells Bobby to go outside and wait for him, and she does. And then Tom calls Nancy a suspicious, dirty-minded bee of a wife. How dare you accuse me and Bobby of doing anything? Mm -hmm. He's like, she's engaged to Ben, and she just gave me a ride home from work, and she decided to make us delicious sandwiches for dinner. What is wrong with you? As someone is like to do. Wait, no, as, as many are want to do. <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't know about you, but it, I mean, it seems pretty normal to me to have like a really cute, engaged woman cooking, making delicious sandwiches. Mm -hmm. First giving you a ride home. Right. And then like, you know, when I drop you off, what I think would be nice would be for me to come into your house and let me make some sandwiches. Right. For you and me. Because I haven't done enough. Yeah. So I need to now make you sandwiches. Plus they were also tuna sandwiches, apparently, which yeah. is, makes this gross. That's just cringe. Mm -hmm. And then he makes Nancy apologize to Bobby. Yeah. Yes. Did Did you hear what I just said? I did. He makes Nancy apologize. This guy is gross in every way. I don't know what kind of magic he's got going mm -hmm. on that these women are getting gaslit and apologizing for his bad behavior. I know. Crazy. Crazy. Oh, Tom tells Bobby that their plan is working now. Oh, it's working. It's working. Yeah, his ultimate goal now, Casey, is to drive Nancy crazy. Yeah. And that means she's going to want out of the marriage. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's already crazy and he already treats her like garbage. So, yeah, his plan was never anything mm -hmm. except to have Bobby get away with murder. Mm -hmm. Tom asks Dwight now, more explosives. Dwight's like, mm, no, I don't think so. And Tom, Tom threatens Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. He's a great friend. He's a great friend. Yeah. Everything. Right. What a, what a stand-up guy. He's a to totes cool guy. I have to say that I do appreciate that they made him like a jerk across the board. Yes. You know what I mean? At least his character was consistently yes. bad. Yes. Now, Case, Nancy and Bobby are apparently friends. Yeah. That That's a good plan. Right. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. they're friends. Mm -hmm. Bobby shows up in this dress that looks like a 50s bathing suit. It's actually cute. It's cute. But it's... It's, um, you know, short. there's a lot of short skirts going on now. Mm -hmm. And Tom is like, yeah, Nancy, you go buy an outfit. You know, he ran out. I made this point when we were watching the movie. He's got this Mustang, which was not a cheap car. Nope. These, even back then in the 90s, right? Like, classic because... Mustangs were expensive. Very. And probably more so then than even now, I would think. I don't know, because now more and more people are restoring them. This was a vintage restored Mustang. Yep. He gets his new beautiful car, mm -hmm. but she needs permission to go buy a dress. Yep. Well, she also works full time. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Yep. Okay. After Bobby and Nancy leave, because Bobby's like, I found a great dress. We have to go buy it. Tom goes to his garage and he sabotages Nancy's Trans Am. Yep. She's got a nice car too. Yeah. At home after buying this dress, Tom is like, 
tells he tells Nancy that he needs to go pick up a new Mustang and that Bobby's going to give him a ride because, oh, Nancy, you're tired from buying this dress. I mean, you must be exhausted buying this dress. Right. Bobby's going to give me a ride because we're going she's going to Ben's. And she's not tired from buying a dress. No. You know, Case, I know it's exhausting to go out and buy a dress. It is. It's very hard. Very hard. Tom tells Bobby in the car then, or after Nancy goes in, there's no Mustang. So then they go to, like, the car, like, really pulls into that. Yeah, that little gas gas station. station. Mm -hmm. And he goes to a phone booth. Yep. And she follows him. And she's like, I just, Bobby follows him. She's like, I just want to know what you're doing. And he's like, if I want you to know what I'm doing, I would tell you. Like, he's a jerk. Yeah. And she's I like, think we've established that. But then she pouts like a four-year-old. It's ridiculous. She's wearing these high heels and this tiny little dress. And she like, yes, like pouts. She does. So he goes to the phone booth and he calls Nancy. Yes. And he's like, oh no, this, this car is a bust. Bobby left. I need a ride home. Come and get me after dark. And she's like, okay. So it's just weird, but here's why. Now it's after dark. Nancy's driving fireworks are going off is that what the subtitle said fireworks displaying yeah her car explodes with her in it at a stoplight it's it's yeah it blows out the windows of a diner she survives somehow and not just survives she doesn't even get knocked out or unconscious or anything but she did like get out of the car and kind of walk away and then like oh oh yeah like fell onto the ground like the fake fake fainting kind of situation that that was pretty funny that was pretty funny it was it was kind of bad it was kind of bad So now we have Detective Costas. He's questioning Nancy. Yeah. But she's much more concerned about Tom's safety. Yeah. Believing that that bomb was meant for him, not her. Yeah. Yeah. So now an investigator tells Costas there were four pipe bombs hidden under the car, but only two of them went off. Tom arrives and Detective Costas wait, says, wait, can you say that those first two words again? Which one? Tom arrives. Huh. I wonder how he knew to be there. How did he get there? Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. She asked him too, doesn't she? She kind of. I think she does say, "How did you know where I was?" and I, whatever. So yeah. yeah, he arrives on the scene, and Detective Costas says to the, the investigator, "Well, someone's going to be disappointed. Nancy's alive." Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> so Tom goes to the now. So the detective tells Nancy she needs to go to the hospital, get checked out. She's in the ambulance, and Tom goes running up to her, and he's like. Oh, I was so scared when I saw the car. Oh, my baby almost died. Yeah. So she's like, how did you get here? And he's like, oh, a friend gave me a ride. Yeah. Carl. I think the name Carl came up. Mm-hmm. Now we're on the phone and Tom calls Bobby. And, and so Tom calls Bobby and Bobby's dad answers. And Bobby's dad freaks Tom out because he's like, well, Bobby's talking to the police right now. And he's obviously in a situation he Tom can't control right at that uh-huh. moment. So Bobby actually lies to Detective Costas. Yep. And she's like, oh, Nancy and I were good friends. We met bowling. And then I met Tom through Nancy. Detective says, listen, tell me the truth or you're going to be in a lot of in a lot of trouble. And the scene cuts. Yep. Right on. Dun, dun, dun. Next day. Yeah. Detective Costas who actually isn't gaslit by Tom in any way. No. Finds the creep factor in the old Tom Watson dude. Yeah. He follows up with Nancy. He's like, what's going on? What is, what's Tom's relationship with Bobby? And Nancy says, I never met Bobby Bowling. And Bobby is engaged to like our good friend, Ben. But I've never seen Bobby and Ben together. So let's take a quick break and listen. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. I was wondering what you could tell me about your husband's relationship with Bobby Gilbert. 
What are you suggesting? I'm not suggesting anything, ma'am. I'm just, uh, I'm really just asking a question, that's all. She's a friend of ours. And you met her bowling, is that right? Bowling? Well, where'd you get that idea? Uh, I may have misunderstood. Maybe you could clarify it for me. Well, she was engaged to a friend of Tom's, Ben Locke, and, and sometimes we used to go bowling together. Maybe that's how you got it mixed up. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. You know, it's funny, come to think of it. I never saw her there with him. So, Case, yeah. Case, I need to start by saying <laughs> it's Tom. It's Tom. It's Tom. Is it Weston? It's Tom Weston. It's Tom Weston. At some point, as I was writing this, it became Watson. <laughs> it did. And I didn't even notice until you said something. Yeah. Okay. So we'll try to just keep that. We could just so say close. I know, but I mean, all right. I mean, it's kind Here's of my one. job, mostly unpaid at this Firing point. the writer. <laughs> we need to fire the writer. We need to hire a producer. <laughs> we should get a director, too. Maybe an editor. Right. I know. That's so. That's a lot of stuff. All right. Do we have to finish this movie? Yes. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Hold okay. on. I just need to. Oh, oh, we're going to meditation tonight. Yes, we are. Bad air in. No, bad no. air out. Good air in. Bad air out. Bad oh, air out. she really needs somebody to. Something is happening. I have not been drinking. No. Alcohol. No, not at all. I was on vacation last week and I still didn't. No, no. Not really. I mean, a little, a little bit here and there, but not too much. Yeah. Could have used a lot more. Yeah. Detective Costas. We've got him questioning Lonnie at the laundromat. So he comes in and you'd think he's going to be asking to talk to Bobby. And he's like, no, no, no. I want to talk to your friend. Yeah. So Let's get it he, on. Lonnie says that she she only knows what Bobby told her and tells Costas that Bobby said she married the guy. Yeah. So now Costas interrogates Bobby. Mm -hmm. She denies a relationship with Tom right. and she shows her the marriage certificate with the name hmm. Tim. He West. shows her. He shows her. I'm sorry. He's like, really? So who's this Tim Weston that you married? And Bobby is deer in the headlights. Yep. And and she's like, well, it was our little secret. And he's like, you might want a lawyer. Bobby denies knowing about the murder plot on Nancy. And she's informed that she could be charged with conspiracy to commit murder. Oh, like this poor oh, little, oh. little stupid girl. Except for that we know, and we'll talk about in a few minutes, that the truth may be a little bit different than what the movie was. Mm -hmm. All right, a little bit. so now we've got Costas arresting Tom, charges of arson, right. bigamy, yes. explosive and firearms violations, and attempted murder. That's a lot of bananas. Mm -hmm. he's, going to, he's going to the clink. Yep. Cut back to the laundromat and poor little Bobby is fired because of the publicity. It's okay, Bobby. It wasn't that good of a job. Nope. It looked like it was hot. I mean, you could get a good steam mm -hmm. on your face in there. Yep. But I'm sure you can find something else. Yep. Oh, she does. Yep. Now we've got uh, cut to Tom. He's in the clink. He's in the clink case. He's in the slammer. He's writing a letter to Nancy telling her that he loves her and has made mistakes but never stopped loving her. And Nancy, his hold on her is so strong. Yeah, yeah. That Nancy hands the letter over to, to Costas. That's good. The detective. Yes. All right. So now Dwight comes to visit Tom and the slammer in the clink. 
says he spoke to a lawyer, but that he cannot get the bail lowered. That's a lot of charges. Yep. Tom asks about Bobby, and apparently Bobby will not talk to Dwight, and her father is hired. Tom tells Dwight that Bobby would never testify against him. (laughs) All right. Bobby's dad is upset because Bobby lost her job and is now waitressing and maybe is possibly involved in an attempted murder. Yeah. That might add to the upset. Might add to the upset. upset. Which we'll talk about when we get Mm -hmm. to that section. But yeah, Yeah. I mean he tells Bobby that Tom ruined her life. It's true. Um, And they are meeting with a lawyer, Mr. Davis, who asks about the relationship between Bobby and Tom. Bobby's father butts in again and again. Mr. Davis asks her parents to leave. So now Davis tells Bobby that she is going to have to tell a grand jury everything in a few days. Bobby tells the lawyer she'll talk to the grand jury, but she will not testify against Tom. They're not married. He reminds her that Tom tried to kill his wife. She may have to. And Bobby denies knowing about a plot to kill Nancy. She knew. Davis tells Bobby that Tom used her. That's true. You think? Yeah. As Bobby waits to be called for the grand jury, Nancy comes out from testifying. Yeah. Bobby's mom says to Bobby, you need to say sorry to Nancy, but Bobby won't. Dwight comes in and Nancy walks right past him. Freeze. Nancy in the scene. She's like all alone. And she was like, somebody tried to murder her. And and also Dwight, you double dated with his girlfriend. Yes. I mean. He was not a good friend. No. Tom asks his lawyer if Bobby testified and he is informed that Bobby did in fact testify. Tom leaves insisting he's not going to take a plea deal. Mm Mm-mm. So now cut to the yard at the pokey, <laughs> right? <laughs> Did I say that right? I think so. Right. Good job. Yay. Tom overhears two inmates talking as one threatens to kill a snitch. And the scene cuts as he goes to speak to that inmate. The snitch, mm. the guy. Later on, we've got a car driving slowly down a street after dark. dark. And we've got a man in like in like ninja nylons over yeah. his face. He's got a nylon. Remember those? If yes. People, if you don't know what those are, give him a gook. Give they were gook. things that women used to wear on their legs. Yes. Torture devices. Right. They were terrible. So this man is trying to enter Bobby's room. So he climbed up to the second story of this house. Right. Where there's kind of a balcony. He's trying to enter Bobby's room and her dad comes outside and is like, hey, you guy. And the guy jumps from the second story on top of him. <laughs> and then boop, boop, runs away, gets to the car, drives away. Turns out dad's okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Dad's okay. Please come. And now we've got cut scene. All right. Now we've got Detective Costas is talking to Nancy again, asks her for help and asks her to testify against Tom. She refuses and tells Costas that Tom loves her. Oh my God, these ladies. I know. Uh, All right. Now, as they're talking, the scene cuts back and forth. We've got Bobby sitting in her car, putting on lipstick before work. She is dragged out by a man in a nylon mask. Interesting. Mm -hmm. The man forces his way into the restaurant at gunpoint and he takes another employee hostage. Now we've got Bobby and this other employee laying on the floor in front of the grill and they're begging for their life. 
and the man shoots each of them twice. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. That surprised me. Like I was not expecting it to go that way. I was expecting a long drawn out court scene mm-hmm. with her testifying against Tom. Aren't you, you know what happy? I mean? There's no court scene. Right. There's really there no court scene no, at all I was you. very happy yep. about that. And the next one we're doing no court scene either. All right. Costas arrives at this crime scene and calls Tom a son of a bitch. He because wasn't lying. duh, it's clearly all connected. Right. Oh my God. All right. So in the next scene, Tom is reading a report of the double murder and casually turns to the sports page. Like it didn't even bother him. Nope. Nancy is in the kitchen. She's doing her dishes. She walks over to the sink. She takes off her wedding ring. She sets the ring down next to a picture of her and Tom goes and calls Costas and says, I'm ready to testify. Right. Good for her. So now scene, we cut to. The jury finding Tom guilty. guilty. He is sentenced to 20 years, the maximum. So now we've got Nancy walking down the stairs. Tom is kind of behind her on the landing. And Nancy, Nancy. And I can't believe she even turned around, but she did. And he's like, how could you testify against me? She stares at him and walks away. Right. I should also say. That 20 years is in addition to the others. He was already, already in, prison in prison and already sentenced. Yes. yes. That's just in addition to what he already had. Yeah. Yep. Once again, we've got Tom in the clink. He's bragging about how he changed Bobby's life and how he called her Thunderbolt and how he's called the Saginaw Flash. I guess any way to be popular, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the movie ends with the song, Where Did It Go? Don't Ask Me to Sing It by no, Corey I don't remember it. Learys. Yeah, it wasn't a very good song, as I recall. It was not a very good song. We're Woo! Woo! Now we've got the real murders of the Made for TV Club podcast. People sit down because it's a little bit different than what yeah, we saw. I'm really, 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 really looking forward to hearing Right. This. Well, you did a lot of the research before this one because you sent me a bunch of links before I even... Well, listen And to I'm that. actually glad because how did you figure it out? I didn't even know it was based on a true story. I don't know. I don't know. I Googled something. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if you Google a movie's name and on Wikipedia, it will say that, but I don't even know if I used Wikipedia. I got lucky. Yeah. It was no skill. Right. (laughs) But you did do most of the research. I, you know, I found a couple of other things because some of, some of the reporting is super sketch. It's just not, it's, it's early. It's like late eighties, early nineties reporting mm -hmm. in a few newspapers. So it's not like today where everything's on the internet. And I, couldn't find some information out anyway, but so here's, here's what I did learn. So the movie is based on the story of Ronald Harnoy, who was convicted of bigamy and attempted murder on his second wife and the murder of his third wife, Tammy Petrin. Again, all the research is in the show notes, as I always put them in. In 1983 case, yeah. Ronald Harnoy married his second wife, a woman named Joanne. They, I could find nothing about the first wife. Harnoy and Joanne separated when she found out about his affair with Tammy Petrin or Petrin. Harnoy introduced himself to Tammy as Roland Harnoy and told her that his twin brother Ronald was married to Ta- to Joanne. That makes any sense at all. Oh my god. Basically he lied he lied to all everybody. He's just a liar. Twins Ronnie and Raleigh. Ronnie okay. and Raleigh, right. right. So, there was no twin brother. Tammy and Joanne figured out Harnoy's ruse when they became friends while on a bowling team together. Though Harnoy and Joanne never divorced, Harnoy married Tammy in 1989. All right. So this this did happen in the late 90s or or at least 
first part of this story. Late 80s. Late 80s. Harnoy, see, I can't say what decade it was. I don't know his name. It's okay. Harnoy and Tammy placed, so here we go. Harnoy and Tammy yes. together placed six homemade pipe bombs underneath Joanne's car in 1990. Okay. So what we know is that that was a little bit different from what the movie said. Yes. One report stated that Harnoy was trying to collect insurance, while another one I found said he was actually trying to avoid legal fees. I think they were just trying to get rid of the wife altogether, in Agreed. my opinion. Nonetheless, Joanne did survive the bombing. And Harnoy was subsequently convicted of bigamy, attempted murder, and he was sentenced to 20 years in prison. Petrin's charges for her role in the pipe bombing were dropped when she agreed to testify against Harnoy in the trial. All right. Now, while in the clinker awaiting trial, Harnoy hired a hitman. So, so he's charged. He hasn't been he hasn't been sentenced yet for the first round of things. He hired a hitman to kill Tammy while he's waiting for his first trial. Because he thought if he killed Tammy, she couldn't testify. He'd get off scot-free. Yep. That was his plan. Yep. He was subsequently, though, convicted of bigamy and the attempted murder of Joanne. Now, in 1991, the general manager of a Burger King in Rhode Island called police. He came into work and he found two people dead in his restaurant. One of them was a man named Jenner Velita, who was the night manager. Vieda. Vieda, thank you. Yes. The second one was 21 years, so now she's 21 at this time, 21-year-old Tammy Petrin. Okay. So, again, I said in when we were watching this movie, it's not really clear when he started dating Tammy. She could have still been in high school. Yeah, because if it in 1989, she would have been 19. No, she would have, she was 21 when she was killed in 91. Oh, yeah, so 19. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know. They there's it's very unclear how all of these things get together. Also, I could find no information about what happened to Joanne after like nothing after nothing. He was charged. So I will say I don't Google any of these people like that are alive today that we've seen. You know, I mean, right. I haven't spent a lot of time doing that. Yep. So maybe she has a Facebook page. I have no idea. Right. Tammy's brother actually said after Tammy was killed, Tammy's brother. It wasn't a brother in the movie. He's the one that went to the police and said, dude, you guys need to look into this Harnoy dude. Yeah. I think he's the one that killed Tammy mm -hmm. in 1998. So now we're looking at like seven, seven eight years yeah. later. Now R Ronald Harnoy is 48 years old and he gets charged with the murder of Tammy Petrin. One of the murderers named Steve Wilson died of a drug overdose before he could be tried. However, a second man, Angel Louis Valentinan Ramos mm -hmm. was arrested. I couldn't find anything about a conviction or even a trial or anything, or if he pled nothing. Okay. Today, Ronald Harnoy is serving three life sentences. Oh. So next, next movie we we're going to be reviewing and recapping is called her married lover. Yes. You have not seen it yet. No, I wrote the script while I was on a plane. Oh, um, right. I will tell you that I didn't, I didn't dislike, I did at first dislike this movie, but actually there's some stuff about it I like. However, the guy plays a novelist who's also an instructor in a college. And I got a lot of notes. Okay. Because very unrealistic. All right. But uh, we'll talk about we'll it. Talk we'll about talk it. about it. And do you have a favorite TV movie from the 70s, 80s, or 90s you'd like us to review? Let us know. Let us know. You can find us on our socials. Right. We're on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast. On Twitter at TV Movie Club Pod 1. 
on Instagram at made underscore four underscore TV <laughs> underscore movie underscore club. She doesn't even look at it anymore. Yeah, or give the hashtag MFTVMC podcast to Google and you'll find us. You, you can listen to us on all your favorite podcast channels, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Deezer, and iHeartRadio. If you love us as much as we love you, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook and tell your friends about us. Until next time, we'll see you right here in the clubhouse. Never singing again. Never humming again.